Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. What's going on, everybody? What's up, folks? We're back again. This is episode 116 of the Dark Windows podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm Kevin. And this is going to be part two of our Salem Witch Trials episode. Um, this is going to be a long episode, just as a heads up. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a big one, because uh, we're kind of coming into... We're coming into 1692, which is where the bulk of everything really took place, like for the trials and the executions. And there was a lot of fucking trials. There was a lot of fucking trials. And there was a lot of fucking executions, unfortunately. Uh, and I'm, we're not going to cover every single trial. Sorry. I mean, just kind of like over, like overview of like, hey, so this person was tried this day, they were executed this day, kind of basically. Yeah, well, there, um, was, there, there was a lot of trials where people there was a, weren't executed right, at all. Right, and there was a, there was, there's a lot of detail that goes into all of it. But, I mean, like I said, we're not going to go... I, I'm personally, I know, I'm not going to be going into any detail about the trials that didn't go for executions just because, you know, those people just kind of sat in jail but some of them had trials that didn't end in executions but it was because of really strange reasoning for some of them there was uh there was two that yeah actually we'll, we'll get died. there though there actually two people that died in prison right yeah okay so before we get going too far i think we should kind of do like a quick overview of where we left off last week which was like that january 15th to 19th kind of area of 1692 where Elizabeth Paris, who was nine, and Abigail Williams, who was 12, both of Salem Village. And they both lived with Reverend Paris. Um, obviously, Elizabeth was his daughter. Abigail was his niece. Um, they start showing some signs of strange behavior, making noises, and complaining of headaches almost constantly. So this is where Tatuba comes in. Um, like we mentioned last week, she was purchased by Samuel Paris when he was in the Caribbean. Um while the girls were in fits, Tatuba claimed to have visions of, quote, the devil and swarms of witches. And the girls' behavior were almost identical to that of the Goodwin children in Boston of, uh, in 1688. What makes this interesting is that the Reverend had a copy of memorable providences relating to witchcraft and possessions by Cotton Mather. And he would often read this, like, in the home. Sometimes he would even read passages of it out loud. So I'm kind of wondering if maybe that had some suggestionary stuff for the girls, you know? Probably. I would imagine. I mean, you are the daughter and niece of, you know... Literally the most powerful person yeah. in town. Yeah, definitely. 
So January 25th of 1692 uh, in York, Maine, which at that point in time was the northern Massachusetts province, because um, Maine and New Hampshire, Maine, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts were all basically one one province. Um, we were kind of somewhere in the middle between that and New York, and like in Vermont, we were. So we were split between, I believe it was New York and technically Massachusetts. Was it? I don't, was it Mass? Was it Massachusetts or was it New Hampshire? New Hampshire didn't exist yet, so it was still technically Massachusetts. Because Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and, and Maine were all the same province. They were just kind of split up, like regionally, kind of. Um, the town of York, Maine, is attacked by a group of Abenaki with the backing of the French. The raiding party killed somewhere between 50 and 100 colonists, and they take another 70 to 100 captive. They kill all the livestock and burn the settlement to the ground. Again, this is causing more of a influx south into the northern part of Massachusetts, like into Salem, that area there. January 26th, word of Sir William Phipps becoming royal governor reaches Boston. So, again, that's... It's not a huge detail, but that was also, um, let's see here. That was, uh, quite a while, like three or four months after he had been titled as governor of Massachusetts. And the word is just reaching Boston at that point. Because obviously we don't, we ain't got no internets yet. But it's coming from overseas. So that's, you know, it takes a, a long, what's the, what's the old phrase, uh, Something, uh, gosh, I can't think of it. Something about a... Uh, slow boat from China? Yes. Yeah, slow boat. <laughs> yeah, technically, yeah. Slow Damn boat you, China, China and your slow boats. A slow boat from China. Well, that meant that, you know, it just takes so long for items to get there. Well, this, I mean, during this time, I mean, everything had to come by a boat. Yep. And it would t- take months, months, you know, three months at least to get there. Yeah, it was. it was not a quick process. So, I mean... You know, when when you want to give somebody orders, it takes a long time. <laughs> Write this down. Ship it. <laughs> Fuck it. Send it out by pigeons. <laughs> Pretty sure the pigeons would fucking die in the ocean. <laughs> yes. Pigeons can't swim. All right. All right. Can we do... Uh... Send it by porpoise. Yes. They have dolphins, Essa. I don't know. Find out. The fucking network of, like, fucking carrier dolphins. Wait, hold on. Okay. Pretty sure they would have just killed them and eaten them, though. What, what what's on it? What's on your back, little boy? Oh, look! It's a, it's, it's it's something. Oh, well, I can't. Read Timmy it. fell in the well. What? I don't speak fucking dolphin. <laughs> I can't read this. <laughs> it's all fucking wet. It's all wet. I said something about Phipps. I don't know. It's either Phipps or flips. Are we supposed to be doing flips? I thought that was a shaker thing. Damn. <laughs> So February seventh, Boston's North Church pays the ransom to the French for the captives that were taken during the attack in York, Maine, in January. Mm-hmm. February 16th, physician William Griggs buys a home in Salem Village. His wife and niece, not the same person, but his niece, Elizabeth Hubbard, moves in with them. His, his, his and his wife's children had already moved away by this point in time, so Elizabeth was a bit younger. I'm assuming she had been orphaned at some point in time, so they took her on as one of their own. Now, you might be at wondering... I hate to cut in, sorry, oh, Kevin. no, no, but, no. Uh, you might be wondering why we keep mentioning like other things that aren't related because to, they, they are the, they, to the witch trials. It's yeah, as Kevin said, they are because these are things that add to hysteria. Yeah, 
or a change or they're important characters like it doesn't seem important now but in nine hours when this episode's over it will Uh, nine and (laughs) eight and three quarters yeah okay 845 we'll have this thing done yes all right February 24th, after days of prayer and traditional remedies failed to work on the Paris children to get them to stop acting up, Dr. Griggs was called to the home. He diagnosed, quote, the evil hand as the cause for their behavior. Mm -hmm. So the devil is literally a medical diagnosis at this point in time. This is also before we started putting cocaine in medicine. Dentists used cocaine. They did, but I think they may have used it already. I don't know, man. I think everybody should use cocaine in medicine. I think it was already a, a source of medication. It's good for toothaches, apparently. Yeah, so I, I'm going to start doing cocaine. Well, Probably not. Not a great idea. February 25th, Mary Sibley orders one of the Paris family slaves to make what's called a witch cake. Um, a witch cake, this is pretty fucking gross, is a cake made of rye meal mixed with the urine of the afflicted person and fed to a dog. If the dog then starts showing signs of the affliction, like what the person is... They know that the person that pissed in the cake mix is a witch or has been witched. <laughs> and it actually flopped because it didn't work. Because it's fucking rye and piss. Yeah, it was pee of the three girls that were afflicted. It's piss in rye, and then you make it a cake. That's pretty fucking gross. Well, how would you and have... I mean, well, here's, here's the other thing to think about, because this is a terrible fucking idea as it is, because... There is scientific proof through thousands of years that rye is a really bad thing to fuck with because if it molds and you don't realize it, you can get what's called ergotism, which is ergot poisoning. Ergot is like the type of mold that grows on rye. And that's where you get a lot of like the um, like the mass hysteria shit, like the um, like the people that literally dance themselves to death. A lot of werewolf sightings come out of it. Fucking all kinds of crazy yeah. bullshit comes out of ergotism. And that's from Rye. So well, let's piss in it and see what happens. Well, how would you like to have been to be the one that make the sh- make the freaking shit? I mean, that would, I, I would have pissed me. I'd be like, oh my God. I mean, I can't smell, but still piss smells. like. But dude. you're also a slave, so you're going to do it or they're going to beat the shit out of you. Okay, I mean... So, I mean... I mean... Options are limited. Well, if you're a house slave, I think you were treated differently. But still, you're owned by another person. So you're going to do what you're told, basically. Still pretty fucking gross, one way or the other. Yeah. I mean, yes. Very, yeah. So, if the dog starts... like, Like we said, if the dog starts showing symptoms, they obviously know that the person that has, you know, peed in the cake mix is afflicted. And then they would occasionally have whoever peed in the cake eat a bite of it themselves because after a while, they were supposed to be able to speak the name of who it was that bewitched them. So you're eating your own piss pancakes. Pretty nasty. Um, I think I threw up a little bit. So in this case, it obviously didn't work. (laughs) Uh, It ended up actually getting worse. Uh, The Paris girls, uh, they're they're still going through fits. Ann Putnam and Elizabeth Howard, who lived about a mile in either direction of the Paris house, also start showing signs of the same affliction. Because Hubbard was 17 at the time, this made her legal age to testify in front of the court. And she would end up testifying 32 times in the trials that would follow. Now, um, I know it's a little jump ahead, but 
Uh, I, I can't remember who it was. I mean, I guess it really doesn't pertain to anything as as far as, uh, you know, jumping to a case or anything. But one of the girls that was uh, supposedly afflicted, because all these girls kept being afflicted, <laughs> one of them said, you know, oh, she, she claimed to be. And somebody was like, no. Fucking prove it. No, you're not. <laughs> No, you're too old. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, he basically said, get the fuck out of here. And she was like, oh, okay, never mind. I'm not afflicted, okay, yeah, anymore? I'm not a witch anymore. <laughs> I lied about that. February 26th, Betty and Abigail named Tatuba as the cause of their affliction. Several neighbors and ministers, including John Hale of Beverly and Reverend Nicholas Noyes of Salem, are there to uh, question Tatuba and see what's going on for themselves. And she confesses. Yeah, of course she does, because, you know. In, in her statement, she stated that the devil came to me and bid me serve him. She would then describe... And I was like, I ain't cool. <laughs> <laughs> she just would describe images of black dogs, red cats, yellow birds, and a quote-unquote black man who wanted her to sign his book. See, when they say black man, I don't think they, they mean it like we do. I think they mean like an actual like person that is black, like the color black, like a shadow black kind of. Yeah. Because generally back like back in the day, well, they, things that were supposedly evil were generally either red-skinned or black-skinned well, and not like African-American black-skinned, but like fucking black. black. Like night black. Yeah. Like, like black, tires. Well, <laughs> uh, Black Peter, you know. Yeah, but he wasn't a bad guy. Maybe. It was German folklore. Like, fucking everybody was a bad guy. They were just less bad than the other people. <laughs> well, she said that she uh, signed the book and said that there were also other, uh, several other names on mm-hmm. the book. And, you know, but she couldn't recollect who they were, but they weren't from the area. Yeah. So... You know, she my cousin's friend that goes to a different school also signed the devil's book. Yeah, she you got, wouldn't know him. <laughs> he lives in a different town. You know, she got off though. I mean, yeah. she didn't. You know. So February twenty seventh, Anne Putnam Jr. and Elizabeth Hubbard both start showing more intense fits. Um, they would end up laying the blame on Sarah Good, who was a local homeless woman, and Sarah Osborne, who had been involved in a few like little local disputes here and there over some property inheritance, this, that, the other. Um, and even more scandalous, she was actually married to an indentured servant. So that was a, a very that was a, a, a that was a sign of poor judgment on her part at the time. How dare you! Like how dare you! How dare you marry the person that you actually enjoy being around? You piece of shit! You fucking bitch! How dare you! <laughs> marry below your station, even though we're all fucking poor as fuck and freezing our tits off in the winter. But no, really, that's it, it, yeah. I'm not joking. I mean, I'm, below, I'm making I mean, light no. of it, but yeah. <laughs> no, you 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 should not marry below your station, and marrying an indentured servant was below your for sure was below her station. There was a class system. There were the upper echelon, and then there were the there were the church folks, and then there was everybody else, basically. Yeah. February 29th, arrest warrants are issued in Salem Town for Tatuba, Sarah Good, and Sarah Osborne. They were issued at the behest of Thomas Putnam, who was Anne's father. He went before local magistrates John Corwin and John Hawthorne. These guys are a fucking thorn in the side of this entire town for the, from here on out. You're going to hear these last names a lot. Um, 
March 1st, Tatuba, Osborne, and Good are taken into uh, Nathaniel Ingersoll's tavern and interrogated by Hawthorne and Corwin. Hannah Ingersoll, who is Nathaniel, uh, Nathaniel's wife, uh, checked the women for, quote, witch marks. Um, witch marks could be anything from... A fucking birthmark. A birthmark to a freckle to a mole to a weird scar that you really can't and explain, it, you know. And the thing is, they had to strip down naked yeah. in front of basically this whole panel yep and probably half the town i mean that's just embarrassing how i mean that's uh, that would be i i can can see why some of them actually confessed yeah because like fuck this i don't want to deal with it but some were like no yeah so obviously hannah ingersoll finds no witch marks on these women william good throws his wife under the fucking wagon and tells of a mole on her back then Tatuba admits to having spectral meetings with the devil. Good then says that she's innocent, but the other two are for sure witches. So Sarah Good's like, no, nah, not me, dude. Fucking these bitches? Yeah. They're, they're your guy. <laughs> uh, March 2nd, Sarah Good is locked up in the Ipswich jail while the other two are further questioned where Osborne continues to maintain her innocence. Obviously, because, spoiler alert, I'm going to go ahead and say all of these people... We're fucking innocent. They didn't do it. No. Mm-mm. Not that witchcraft isn't real. It just, I don't think they were part of it. March 3rd, all three women are moved to the Salem jail and further questioned. March 6th, Ann Putnam Jr. mentions Elizabeth Proctor as causing her affliction. March 7th, Increase Mather and Governor Phipps leave England and make their way back to Massachusetts. So remember, March 7th is when they left. Okay. And Increase is... Cotton's father. Going to be a little too late to get back here. Yeah, they kind of both are. Mm-hmm. Um, but just remember, Mar- that day of March 7th, that's when they boarded a ship in England to come back to the colonies. March 8th through 9th, it's kind of hazy. It might be both days, kind of. Mary Warren, who is a servant in the Proctor home, starts having fits. She tells John Proctor she has seen the specter of Giles Corey, but he dismissed her claim of having seen anything. He's like, no, you didn't, you didn't see anything. You're making shit up. You're full of shit. (laughs) March 11th. Ann Putnam jr. Starts showing fits like Betty Paris and Abigail Williams. So she's reached like super Saiyan witchcraft fucking thrashing on the floor Mm -hmm. fits at this point in time. She's above 9,000 bewitchings, bewitchments. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Her hair went yellow. She grew a fucking tail. She's going full on like super Saiyan. She's, is she over 9,000? I just said that. Oh, well, fine. Jesus Christ, Fuck pay you. attention. Listen. If we're going to mix Dragon Ball Z into this shit, you need to pay attention. <laughs> Sorry. She went Super Saiyan, okay? I just fucking said that. Man, I really wish you were like Yamcha and just didn't exist anymore. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Easy, easy, easy. I like Yamcha, though. He was Yamcha cool. was awesome. He okay. actually showed his worth. Yeah, then he got fucking smoked. Yeah, but Yamcha did show his worth after, like, uh, what was it? Uh, I can't remember what. I don't know, dude. Krillin was still my favorite character, though. Yeah. I'll catch shit for that, but whatever. I don't give no, a fuck. No, hey. He married Cyborg uh, 17. Something like that. that. March 12th. Uh, Martha Corey is accused. Martha Corey is accused by Putnam Jr. of witchcraft. March 19th. Rebecca Nurse, 71, is accused by Abigail Williams of witchcraft. Williams claims that Nurse tried to force her to sign the Devil's Book. Now, okay, so 
I have to break in a little bit here. Do it. Now, Kevin's mentioning all these dates, okay, of when they're being accused. Now, I don't know, within a short period of time, most of them, um, like Rebecca Nurse, hold on one second. A, a lot of them are accused, and then they're arrested within like a week, two weeks, a month, something like that, and then uh, they get fuckulated. Well, uh, anyway, well, like, uh, 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 Sarah Good, mm-hmm. okay. She was what accused in February something, right? Yeah, tail end of February. Yeah, tail end. I mean, what like hers was like, like right off, like the last day of February. Yep. Boom. She or rest warrant goes out. You right. Know? But like some of them, I also think it depends on who's being accused and who's doing the accusing because it's a lot yeah. of fucking politics, is what this is. But then like they. It's it's like a normal court case where things just draw the fuck fucking Christ out. Like it's, it's not a new thing that court cases take forever. It, it's it's not until like I mean I'm all for due process and shit, but fuck, make it quick. Yeah, I mean <laughs> she, she sits like in in jail. Okay, now I have to tell this for all these people that sat in jail. Okay, they accrued during the time in jail. They'd have uh, bail money. Uh-huh. Well, it wasn't called bail money at the time. It was actually something like else. penance money or yeah, some shit something like that. Like that. Yeah. And if – so say if you said, oh, you're a w- you're not a witch or I'm a witch, you know, I confess, you know, everything. I'm a witch, but I got a whole bag of change. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm a witch, okay. But like there was a couple that actually confessed to being a witch. But because they didn't have the money to get out of jail – They stayed there because they they're definitely stayed witches. stayed there. <laughs> Because you know you ha- you have to pay this this rent fee yeah to get out and because if you have enough money you're clearly not evil yeah of course not yeah March twentieth Abigail Williams interrupts Sunday services claiming that Martha Corey's spirit has left her body like she's fucking screaming and yelling and pointing at this woman in church like while the the minister's going on she's like oh my god she's there's a fucking ghost and it came out of her she's Gotta be evil because her spirit left her body. <laughs> so again, this is a lot of real strange bullshit going on. March twenty fourth, Corwin and Hawthorne examine Rebecca Nurse for witch marks. March twenty fifth and twenty sixth, Dorcas Good is examined by Corwin and Hawthorne. Her answers are taken as an admission of guilt of her mother. March twenty sixth, Mercy Lewis accuses Elizabeth Proctor of visiting her as a specter. Three days later, Abigail Williams and Mercy Lewis both claim to have seen John Proctor's specter. And keep in mind, the average age of these girls that are bewitched, quote-unquote, is like 14, 15 years old. Yeah, they're young. So these are girls that are like, I don't like him. He's a fucking dick. Uh-huh. It'd be funny if we got him in trouble. Typical teenager or, bullshit. Or they heard, overheard their parents saying something about it. Right. And were like, oh, uh, well, you know, I'm going to... You know, do something about this. You know, because I've been accusing all these other ones, so I'm gonna be a brat still, and I'm gonna I'm gonna accuse them. Yeah, because you know my parents don't like them. Yeah, exactly. Or he yelled at me in the street one day because yeah. I was doing something stupid, and I was you know. Yeah, like oh, what was it? Uh, Sarah Good, I think it was. Or yeah, one of her one of her things was that came later came back to bite her in the ass was, um, 
she had a dispute with a neighbor because of a farm animal or something. Yeah. Got onto her lawn or whatever yeah. it was, and she basically, you know, basically said shove off. Or okay, whatever. so I'm gonna mix some modern day politics and shit into here. The Salem witch trials are a perfect example of why red flag laws are a terrible fucking idea. Because if your neighbor can go, oh, this person did this, you need to go talk to him and take all their guns and shit away. It's the same fucking thing, except these people ended up being executed for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It it's like, I know we don't like to get political, but there it is from fucking Kevin's Libertarian Corner. No, nope. no, it is. It definitely <laughs> is. It's it's a... Uh, it's a slippery know, slope. It is a slippery slope, and, and we, you know, we had to take it to learn from... Well, I didn't necessarily learn from it, but... You know, to find out, hey, an example of this is what happens when you take the words of the little kids and you don't do anything. You don't have any concrete evidence to back it up. Yes. So starting in April, I changed up the timeline a little bit just to kind of get a little bit, you know, to try to like compress everything. Because if not, we were going to be here for fucking five days talking about this. So April 1st through the 10th, these are the events of that time frame here. Sarah Cloyce uh, comes to the defense of her sister, Rebecca Nurse. This results in Cloyce being accused of witchcraft also. Complaints are filed against Elizabeth Proctor and Sarah Cloyce, and they were both arrested April 8th and April 10th, respectively. Um, I'm sorry, they were both arrested April 8th. April 10th, services are interrupted again by girls screaming about seeing the specter of Sarah Cloyce, who's in jail. But her ghost is at church because she's a good Christian and she wanted to be there for service. (laughs) No, she wanted to torment these little girls. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I got it confused. April 11th through the 18th, Elizabeth Proctor and Sarah Cloyce are examined by Corwin and Hawthorne. John Proctor objects to the charges against his wife, and he himself is then accused of witchcraft by Mary Warren, the same servant that had accused his wife. Mm -hmm. This woman has got it out for these fucking people that are paying her. Um, A few days later, Warren admitted to have been lying, but would recant that statement days later. So she's like, well, I kind of made it up. But then a couple days later, she goes, but really, did I? Well, are these, are they witches or are they not witches? Tell me, are they, which one, which one, which one, which one, which one, they're witches. Okay. Okay. Fine. (laughs) Fine. They're witches. Damn it. Stop. Fuck. Just stop talking. Okay. (laughs) Uh, okay. Mercy Lewis claims that Giles Corey had appeared to her and forced her to sign the devil's book. The same night, Mary English was visited at midnight by Corwin with an arrest warrant. This is the most gangster shit that happens here. She tells him, why don't you come back in the morning? He did and arrested her. <laughs> so he at least let her get a night's sleep. She's like, hey, fuck off for like eight more hours because uh, if you try to arrest me now, I'm going to be a little cranky and I'm probably going to beat the shit out of you. Now, and by this time, the the jail cell, the oh, jail. Oh, man, Salem jail is fucking it, overflowing. Yeah, they're like, they're, they're getting packed. Yeah. You know? It gets to the point where eventually, as we'll see, they have to start sending these people elsewhere. To store them. New accusations are made against Bridget Bishop and also Mary Warren. Oh, how the turntables have turned. Bridget Bishop, Giles Corey, Mary Warren, and Abigail Hobbs are all arrested on the 18th. Mm -hmm. April 19th through the 30th, Hobbs, Bishop, Corey, and Warren are all examined by Hawthorne and and Corwin. 
Hobbs claims that Cor uh, that Hobbs claims that Corey is definitely a witch, and uh, and so uh, and so was his wife Martha, and then confesses to being a witch herself. So she knows because she's one too. Yes, I keep an eye on these bitches. Takes one to know one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're all running around in the woods at the at night and doing the coven exactly. shit. Exactly. And not everybody wears their masks, <clears throat> Martha. She we seen you there. Listen, she was supposed to, okay? Yeah. She forgot it that night. Sorry. A warrant is issued for Sarah Wilds, William Hobbs, Nehemiah Abbott Jr., Mary Black, Mary English, and Mary Esley, which is another sister of Rebecca Nurse. And by the way, I'm going to take a quick break here to say this. There's a lot of goddamn Marys and a lot of goddamn Elizabeths in this. There is. So, like, my Randy Savage tick was like, I, I had to suppress it. Elizabeth! Because there's a little, too many Elizabeths. Uh, 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 okay. I almost had an aneurysm. <laughs> Damn. Start some coke. I mean, what? Cream of the crap. <laughs> so the newly arrested are all examined by Corwin and Hawthorne. Susanna Sheldon accused Philip English of harassing her through witchcraft. William Beale, who had kind of had some run-ins with English because of a 1690 lawsuit, also accused him of something. He, he's like, he had something to do with the deaths of my two sons. Clearly a witch, even though they probably died of, I'm assuming uh, at that point in time, I don't know, maybe like diphtheria or cholera or some other preventable disease by today's standards. Or it could be something else. I mean, smallpox, something yeah. like that. Got fucked to death but by listen, bears. There's a possibility. I know it. No, for there's a no fact, bears in Massachusetts, but whatever. There, for a fact, this he some bitch had he done it. Yes, he did the shit. He okay. spirit stabbed my sons. <laughs> he may not have been around, but he did it. He ghost knifed them in their sleep. Uh, warrants are issued for Dorcas Hoare, Lydia Dustin, George Burroughs, who is the former minister before Paris of the churches in Salem. Uh-huh. Susanna Martin. <laughs> yeah. Susanna Martin, Sarah Morrill, um, and Burroughs, again, like it, okay, like it just said, who was the, he was actually the previous minister before Paris, is thought to, he's, a lot of the town folks kind of consider him like the patient zero of all this witchcraft shit. Like, none of it started until he left, so it must have been his fault. Why not maybe blame the dude that's there now that was I, there when all the shit started? No, uh No way. No, because his girls are the ones that are, like, pointing out... His girls are the fucking witch finders. They're Listen, hunting these bitches down in their yes, sleep. Yes, definitely. So, before we jump on any further, so, uh, let's jump into a case. So, because this happened in April, um, Bridget Bishop. She was examined, uh, by, uh... Examined that on April 19th of 1692. And uh, Samuel Paris, you know, stuck his nose in and he had to record everything. Of course he did because yes. he's a fucking dirtbag. And this is what he recorded. As soon as she came near, all fell into fits. Hath this woman hurt you speaking to the afflicted? And asking uh, Elizabeth Hubbard and Putnam and Abigail Williams and Mercy Lewis. They all affirmed she had hurt them. Of course. Why he, wouldn't she have? She's a fucking yeah. demon bitch yes. from Witchville or something. And speaking to Bridget Bishop, they say, You are accused by four or five for hurting them. What do you say to it? She says, I never saw these persons before, nor 
I never ha- was in the place before. They say you bewitched your first husband to death. Fuck. <laughs> if it pleases your worship, I know nothing of it. She shakes her head, and the afflicted were tortured. So they just go into fits. Oh, of course. Yeah, because she like, shakes her head, and they're like, oh my god! Yeah. You know. She did the thing. The thing that sets us off. <laughs> into tantrums. And Is that the thing? That's the thing, sir. <laughs> yes. Tis the thing, your honor. Um, then Sam uh, Braybook takes the stand, and... Twas he, befuddled by head movement. Yes. <laughs> he affirmed that she told him that day that she had been accounted a witch these 10 years, but she was no witch. The devil cannot hurt her. And she responds, I am no witch. And they ask, well, how is it then that you have your, that your appearance doth hurt these? She once again claims, I am innocent. Uh, they keep asking these repeated questions. Yeah. How, how do you know then that you are not a witch? And she says, I do not. Because I weigh more than a duck. What you say. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you knew I was sneaking one in somewhere. <laughs> but how do you know she's a witch? She turned me into a newt once. What I throats? got better. Apples. Small stones. <laughs> a duck. <laughs> Who art thou that knows, knows so much in the ways of science? Uh, okay. Anyway. So she said, then they go on and say, you may threaten, but you you can do no more than you are pre- pre-mitted. And then she claims, I am innocent of a witch. What do you say of those murders you are charged with? I hope... I am not guilty of murder. Then she turned up her eyes, and the eyes of the afflicted were turned up. (laughs) She's like, anything she does, it automatically sets them off. And this is a trend. This is a trend amongst all, everybody that goes to trial. Yeah, it's, it's, what it is is stupid. And it's people that aren't, people that are not taking responsibility for their actions, knowing full well that someone is going to end up being hurt by their actions because they suck. But they can't be evil because they're good, strong Christian folk of new England, but they're suck. Yeah, (laughs) they are suck. (laughs) They are suck. Thou doth suck. Um, Now they go on to say, it may be you to not know that any have confessed today who have been examined before you that they are witches. And she claims, no, I know nothing of it. Then they come back with, but John Hutchinson and John Hughes in open court affirmed that they had told you. And she said, I did not hear them. Well... Then she gets, then, so she's examined then, but then she gets also examined again. Um, and another guy is... Keep in mind, she has no defense attorney. No. She is defending herself. She's standing there. Uh, Ezekiel Achievers records this examination, and he said, and he writes down for word for word, Bishop, 
What do you say you here stand charged with sundry acts of witchcraft Ooh. by you done or committed upon the bodies of Mercy Lewis and Anne Putnam and others? She says, I am innocent. I know nothing of it. And I have done no witchcraft. Nor sundry thereof. No, yes, definitely not. I'm not sure what sundry means, but I didn't do it. <laughs> I am Nor sun-dried tomatoes of witchcraft. <laughs> no, no sun-dried. Then she, they go on to say, The afflicted persons charge her with having hurt them many ways, and by attempting them to sin to the devil's book, at which charge she, she seemed to be very angry and shaking her head at them, saying it was false that they all greatly tormented by shaking of her head. And she's telling the truth, you know. Just her shaking her head, you know, just this doesn't mean that she's a witch. No, she shook her head to say no. no. And then these people are like, oh, you see that? Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I am so in, in witchled. Oh my goodness, she shaked her head. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's it's a fucking dog and pony show. And then the examiner then questions her and says, Good bishop, what contract have you made morning, with the devil? Bishop. <laughs> Good morning, Bishop. Good bishop. Dollar twenty five bishop. <laughs> Good bishop, what contract Fuck you, have... you son of a harm coming out of the fucking booth. Jesus. Sorry. Good bishop, what contract have you made with the devil? She comes back with I have made no contract with the devil. I never saw him. I'm an in independent contractor with the devil. Exactly. I'm not under contract. I do what as I wish. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes to say, Ann Putnam saith that she calls the devil her God. What sit then they go on to say, What say you to all that all this that you are charged with? Can you not find in your heart to tell the truth? I do tell the truth. I never hurt these persons. I never saw them before. You may be telling the truth, but it's not the truth that we want. Therefore, oh, bitch is guilty. Then, um, oh, then Mercy Lewis says, oh, good bishop, do you not know, do not come to our house that, that, the last night? And did you not tell me that your master made you tell more than you were go- willing to tell? And then Mr. H says, tell us the truth in this matter. How comes these persons t- to be tormented and to charge you with doing? Bishop responds, I am not come here to say I am a witch to take my life. God damn, old, fucking Middle English is confusing. No, this is not Middle English. This is easy English. Middle yeah. English is fucking hard. I would rather read that. <laughs> no. It, it, she she just keeps, you know, they keep going after going They're after They're just fucking going dogging after. her at this you know, point in time. Basically saying, you know, did you sign the book? Did you do this? Do that? And she's like, I know nothing. I am innocent. And, of course, I'm sure her getting upset and getting angry is more of a sign that she is a witch. Exactly. Because everything's a sign that she's a witch. The Ex- fact that she's breathing means she's a witch. Exactly. And th- everything, the cross-examiners and everything, kind of like, how they were doing everything basically made the, the um, made the, you know, the judges or whatever kind of like, hey, swayed them, mm-hmm. you know, to... Well, she's a witch, you know, because look what she's doing, you know. Again, everything. this is further proof that lawyers have always been scum. Yeah. 
Well, June eighth of sixteen ninety two, she was she was found guilty and sentenced to death for being a witch. Right. On June tenth, she was hanged and buried. Okay, so let's jump back into our timeline here. Uh, May second through the tenth. Corwin and Hawthorne examine Morrill, Dustin, Martin, and Hoare. Philip English, at this point in time, is reported missing. George Burroughs is arrested in Wells, Maine, where he had been the minister in town for the past nine years since he had left Salem. Burroughs and Sarah Churchill are examined by Corwin and Hawthorne, and Burroughs is taken to Boston's jail. Um, Somewhere around the 9th, Sarah Osborne actually dies in prison. I'm assuming conditions are not great. And she was not a, well, no spring chicken herself. But yeah, just, yeah, she passed away in prison. No, yeah. Uh, Corwin examines George and Margaret Jacobs and their grandfather. Margaret accuses her grandfather of being involved with witchcraft with Burroughs. John Willard, who is a former constable of Salem, uh, he attempts to escape after being accused himself, but is shortly thereafter captured. Okay, so we're going to go from May 12th right up to the end of the month at the 31st. So before we do that, so let's jump back into Sarah uh, George Burroughs, his case. Because I I, I just forgot, hey, we'll just keep going. Okay. You know, because I don't want to keep jumping back and forth between them. Well, when when is his trial? May 9th. Okay. So May 9th, 1692, as Kevin said, George Burroughs, you know, he, he... has been arrested and he comes in for questioning. Um, at his entry into the room, many, if not all, of the bewitched were grievously tortured. Of course. Sheldon testified that Burroughs' two wives appeared in their wedding uh, wa- wedding sheets and said that man killed them. She was bi- he was bid to look upon S- Sheldon. He looked back and knocked down all of the afflicted who stood behind him. Susan Sheldon affirmed each of them at uh, Ann Putnam Jr. So S- Susan Sheldon actually, you know, confirmed that um, that you know he was a witch, and um, he answered that it was amazing and humbling providence, but he understood nothing of it, and. He said, many of you may observe that when you when they begin to name my name, they cannot name it. Um, the bewitched were so tortured during this that the authority ordered them to be taken away, at least some of them. Because, you know, they were in such torment. Right. Yeah, we got to get them out of here because they're so badly damaged, you know, at this point. We got to... Uh, yeah, Sarah uh, Bibber took the stand and testified that he had hurt her, though she did not see him personally before as she knew. The fuck? So okay. somehow she's never seen him before, but he hurt her. Right. You know, did, did he came to her and just, you know, beat the shit out of him or something. Yeah, of course. Well, he was found guilty. Surprise, surprise. Of course. And hanged on uh, August 19th of 1862. And when we get to that that point in August, there's some other things that happen surrounding his death that are pretty fucked up. We left off May 12th is where we're going to pick back up. Um, 
This next little series is going to run us from May 12th out to May 31st. Ann Paduter and Alice Parker are arrested. Phipps and Mather arrive back in Massachusetts, and the large number of people overflowing from the prisons is like an immediate draw of both of their attentions. Like, why are there so many people in jail? What the fuck's going on here? Like, we weren't gotten that long, were we? What that? What? What? <laughs> Was it a fucking Roanoke situation going on here? Or, you know, John Willard is examined and Mary Esty is set free. There's no records as to why they just kind of turned her loose, but they did. Dr. Roger Toothaker is arrested after being accused by Elizabeth Hubbard and Putnam Jr. and Mary Walcott. Keep in mind, this guy is basically the town physician. And they're like, no, he's a witch. So that kind of shows you where this whole thing's going. Mary Esty, who had been released two days earlier, is accused again, this time by Mary, uh, by Mercy Lewis. So it's like, I'm free. No, never mind. I'm going back to jail now. Shit. John Proctor's daughter, Sarah, along with her aunt, Sarah Bassett, are accused of afflicting four girls in town and arrested also. Benjamin Proctor is accused and arrested. The Boston... Pro- so at this point in time, they have sent so many people to so many different prisons that the prison in Boston actually had to make a special order to have more shackles made and delivered to hold all these prisoners because mm-hmm. there are so many of them. Seven judges are appointed to a court of Oyer and Terminer, uh, Bartholomew Gedney, John Hawthorne, Nathaniel Sal- uh, Saltonstall, uh, William Sargent, Samuel Sewell, uh, wait still Winthrop. Jesus. Why are you guys doubling up letters on your names? Goddamn. And Lieutenant governor, William Stoughton. <sighs> Wilmot red is arrested for again, sundry acts of witchcraft. And these were allegedly performed on Mary Walcott and Marcy Lewis. Mm-hmm. John Alden jr. And William Proctor are also arrested. Eliz- Elizabeth Fostick and Elizabeth Payne are accused by Mercy Lewis and Mary Warren. John Alden, Martha Carrier, Elizabeth Howe, Wilmot Red, and uh, Phil, uh, and Philip English are examined by Gedney, Corwin, and Hawthorne. Cotton Mather writes a letter uh, warning against relying on, quote, spectral evidence, which the spectral evidence thing is where people are saying, oh, no, they appeared to me as a ghost and they fiddled my butt or something. Yes. You can't be using that shit. Because <laughs> you don't, can't, that's not. Yeah, it's not uh, proper evidence. Right. But as long ago as this case was, this was not the last time that spectral evidence was used in court because it happened again in like the 1800s with something. And I can't remember exactly what it was. It was a murder case. Um, The woman that was murdered appeared to her mother and said, my husband strangled me and threw me down the stairs. So when they went to trial, her mother's like, no, my daughter appeared to me as a ghost, said that her husband strangled her and threw her down the stairs. When they examined her body, she had handprints on her fucking neck showing that she had been strangled and they found her at the bottom of the stairs. Therefore, her husband strangled her and threw her down the stairs. So, yeah, (laughs) some crazy shit going on in the fucking Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the world of the fucking 17th and 18th century. All right, so let's jump ahead to June 1st through 15th. The court of Oyer and Terminer convened for the first time. Elizabeth Fostick and Elizabeth Payne are arrested. 
Payne, her, uh, Payne turned herself in on the 3rd of June. Elizabeth Proctor and several other women are checked for witch marks, such as moles, yada, 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 again, and none are found. Mm-hmm. A grand jury indicts John Willard and Rebecca Nurse for witchcraft. Abigail Williams testifies on the same day, and kind of from there on out, like after her uh, testimony, she's kind of missing from the record, so I think she probably fucking boogied out of town after that. Anne Dolliver is arrested and examined by Gedney, Hawthorne, and Corwin. Bridget Bishop is tried, convicted, and would be the first person, like you said before with your... uh, with your trial that you read, would be the first person um, sentenced to death. Um, and this, there's a very, very good chance that this is because of her previous accusation of witchcraft that they were so quick to be like, oh no, just, yeah, she's definitely it. Let's get rid of her. Somewhere in the area of the 14th, a Massachusetts law that had been kind of made obsolete by a newer law against hanging is repassed to allow for the execution of witches. So they're making a specific exception to go back and back through the history and go, okay, so we got rid of hanging, but now we got witches all over the place. We got to start swinging these guys. That's the only way to kill a witch because, you know, we could burn them, but that's what they do in England. And that's why we left England because England sucks. So we'll hang them because we don't have cannons to fire them out of yet. And burning someone's just smelly, I guess. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Oh, man. Like, I've burned hair off my arms. I couldn't imagine the smell of a human being actually burning. Crazy. Ugh. Yeah. Fuck that noise. No. Saltonstall resi- uh, resigns from the court after the death sentence is passed down to uh, Bridget Bishop. Okay. So, now we're going to get into some more specific dates. So, June 10th, like you said before, Bridget Bishop is marched up Gallows Hill and hung in Salem. Yep. J- uh, June 15th. Cotton Mather again urges the court to not allow spectral evidence. He's very, very adamant about this. He says, you know, we shouldn't, we don't need to allow spectral evidence, but prosecutions should be speedy and vigorous. So it's kind of like, do you want you? So you don't want spectral evidence, but you want to kill these people as quick as possible just to be safe. June 16th, uh, Roger Toothaker dies in prison. His death is ruled natural causes, of course, because, you know, He's a witch, so he couldn't be witched to death by another witch because that's not what they would do, I don't think, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> June 29th and 30th, Sarah Good, Elizabeth Howe, Su- uh, Susanna Martin, and Sarah Wilds are tried for witchcraft. They are all condemned to die by hanging. Rebecca Nurse was also tried but found not guilty. The people in the gallery protested and booed and demanded that she be retried. <laughs> so when they did, they're like, yeah, she's guilty this time. Um, <laughs> this is when. Uh, uh, oh, and the reason that they found her guilty the second time is because during questioning, she failed to answer one question that was asked to her. Um Spoiler alert, she was nearly completely deaf at this point in time in her life. So she didn't hear a question like, ha we got you now, motherfucker. Um, so she'd be con- condemned to hang as well. Uh, Governor Phipps issued a reprieve for her, but it was rescinded after protests and harassment from people in town. 
So this guy got bullied into making sure that this woman died, even though he's like, she's really not guilty. But since you guys are being like fucking dicks about it, I guess we'll kill her. You happy now? What a time to be alive. (laughs) Of course. Fuck. Of course. Uh, So June 30th, testimony is heard against John and Elizabeth Proctor. So, and then now we're, so now we're coming into July. Um, I think now would be a great time to take a quick break and we'll come back on the other side of it and we will finish up this absolutely insane, (laughs) unfortunate chapter in American history. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. All right, so now we're going to get into the section of July 1st through the 19th. July 1st. Margaret Hawks and Candy, who is our uh, slave from Barbados that she owned, are accused. And Candy says that Hawks made her a witch. July 2nd and 3rd, Ann Paduder is examined in court and the Salem Town Church excommunicates Rebecca Nurse. Which is convenient because she's about to die. (laughs) Which, spoiler, is later rescinded. Yeah. July 16th, 18th, and 21st. So these are just kind of like some real... Quick little dates. Um, Ann Foster is examined in court on all three days, and she confesses to being a witch and claims that Martha Carrier is also a witch. Mm-hmm. July 19th. So we're going to jump back into that little, a little bit. Uh, Sarah Good, Elizabeth House, Susanna Martin, Rebecca Nurse, and Sarah Wilds all hang. This is where, sh- th- this is super fucking interesting. Makes me think Sarah Good may actually have been a witch. You know, it was short of a six-pack. Just saying. No, but, like, she may actually have been a witch, though. Because as she's being led to the gallows, she looks at the clergyman who oversaw the executions. His name was Nicholas Noyes. Um, and just as just after they slipped the rope around her neck, she said, quote, If you take my life, God will give you blood to drink. Years later, Noyes would die after hemorrhaging from the mouth. <laughs> so, maybe... She's a fucking witch, and she's like, um, hey, church man, fuck y'all. Here's well, what you get. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it's also, like, a... It's definitely a coincidence. Well... But... Yeah, but I think it's also something to do with, you know, she's a God-fearing woman, and, you know, you're hanging an innocent woman, so my blood is on your hands. Right. So... But just how she, how specifically she worded it, yeah. and then the fact that he died the same way, I'm like... Oh shit. She done yeah. some like she done some voodoo shit here. July 21st, Mary Lacey Jr. is arrested. Mary Lacey Sr. and Foster, Richard and Andrew Carrier are all examined by Hawthorne Corwin and John Higginson, who's a new 
member of the fucking trio of dickheads. Yep. Mary Lacey Jr. confesses and accuses her mother and accuses her mother of witchcraft also. Dick move. Uh, that's the thing that I, I that kills me is like I don't understand why these people are saying okay I'm a witch but so is this person when you could say I'm a witch but she's not or I'm a witch but they're not try to def- like they're not even trying to protect their own families at this point they're like ah, no I'm taking you motherfuckers down with me basically yeah exactly it's it's fucking sad and I don't understand why July 23rd, John Proctor writes a letter from jail to the ministers of Boston asking them to stop the trials. Um, to either stop the trials, have the venue changed to Boston, or have new judges appointed. Um, and this is just basically due to how the trials are being conducted. Because the people in charge of passing down these sentences are too close Bias. to the whole thing. Exactly. Exactly. They're They're... they're they're too close to the whole fucking situation and, and they, to be able to see the whole thing going yeah, on. Yeah, their blinders are, are on full, Oh, you know. these the blinders have been welded on at this point. Yeah. Or they're just, you know, just uh, don't want to see actual um, evidence. Right. They don't care. Because they're, they're... And that's the case for some of them. They just don't care. They're just like, whatever. Uh, you know, some do apologize later, but others are like... <laughs> Yeah. Fuck no, I'm apologizing for nothing. Listen, there were witches, I'm standing by it, that's it, bottom line. And, and and the thing that I noticed here is a lot of these people that are being accused and executed were people that were on the opposite side of the aisle from uh, Reverend Paris. Uh-huh. So he's literally killing his political enemies like a fucking yeah. dictator. <laughs> July 30th, Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary Toothaker examined by... Uh, Hawthorne, Carwin, and Higginson. Uh, Hannah Bromage is examined by uh, Gedney and a few others. Uh, then we're gonna skip to. And, and the only reason that, the only reason I put it as 11th. a few others is because I couldn't find the yeah. name of the other crew. Basically, well, I mean, if the, you, the if, fucking B team of <laughs> witch if, extractors. If if you look in the cases, well, actually, we're gonna share the cases with you. We're gonna actually share a link that yeah. I found that actually has all the cases. Um, and I mean. All of the cases, you know, everything, you know, they're examined. In, like, great detail? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, August 1st through 11th. Um, so, August 1st, a group of ministers in Boston, led by Increase Mathers, meet to talk about the issues ra- ra- raised by John Proctor's letter. After deliberating for some time, they changed their minds on the use of spectral evidence because... They had decided that the devil is capable of appearing to people in the guise of a completely innocent person. Uh, person. Because he's all, he's all powerful, so why wouldn't yeah. he be able to? Why would he have to come to you as someone who is a witch? Because yeah. if he's that fucking evil, he can do whatever. Exactly. Like, and that's, that was the thought of the time, was the devil can appear in sheep's clothing. Right. I mean, the devil can force you, you to know. smoke his lettuce, and, you know, after yeah. just one reefer, who knows what you're capable of. Yep. Uh, sometime in early August, Philip and Mary English run off to New York at the urging of a minister in Boston. So later the month in that month, John Elder Jr. escaped from jail and went to New York as well. I'm almost wondering if that, if escaped there should have maybe been in like quotations because I'm almost wondering if the people in Boston are like, okay, we know you guys aren't witches, but you got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. 
because they're going to kill you. Just run. Ex- yeah. Here's some clothes. Here's a fucking half stale loaf of bread. Get the fuck out. Best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Enjoy New York. It's going to suck in a couple hundred years. <laughs> No offense. Wait, it sucks right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, August 5th, grand juries indict uh, Burroughs, Mary English, Martha Carrier, and George Jacobs Sr. Uh, Burroughs, Carrier, and Jacobs, John and Elizabeth Proctor, and John Willard are all condemned to hang. Uh, Elizabeth is given the temporary stay of execution because she was pregnant at the time in that's, a, you know, you can't kill a woman that's pregnant. No. You know. Well, wait till she's done. Then we can kill the shit out yes. of her. Yes. Uh, on... Spit that kid out. <laughs> you got stuff to do. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so let's see here. August 11th? So August 11th, Abigail Faulkner Sr. is arrested after being accused by several neighbors. She is examined by Corwin Hawthorne and Higginson. She Her accusers are Ann Putnam... Surprise, surprise. Uh, Mary Warren. Surprise, surprise again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, William Baker, uh, Barker, and Sarah Carrier. Uh, this daughter of Thomas and Martha's Carrier is examined as well. A seven-year-old girl yeah. is examined by these mm-hmm. three fucks. It's, it's fucking just crazy. Uh, it's a good thing her parents were in prison because if not, I think her father would have had legal right to fucking kill these guys. Yeah. Uh, August, so between August uh, 19th through the 31st, on August 19th, John Proctor, George Burroughs, George Jacobs Sr., John Willard, Martha Carrier are all hanged. Now, remember I told everybody, said put a pin in something? Yeah. About the whole uh, not being able to say the Lord's Prayer? Yeah. Well, guess what? Let's get into that part because I John, know you did this. <laughs> John Proctor, when he went to the gallows, he began in front of everybody to say the Lord's Prayer. And as he was almost finished, they kicked the fucking stool out. What Boom, a dead. bunch of dicks. <laughs> I was going to say, hopefully they finished it and he was just like, ye old mic drop. And uh, then he just... <laughs> now, still August 19th. Rebecca Ames, who was at the execution, is arrested for another spe- uh, spectator. After another spectator blamed her for a pinprick in her foot. <laughs> She confesses and blames her son, Daniel. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Mom, yes. I hate you. I told you I was going to clean up, and now I'm going to fucking die. Yeah. Uh, August 20th, Margaret Jacobs recants her testimony against her grandfather, George Jacobs, and George Burroughs uh, the day after they were executed. Yes. That's pretty handy. So as, as you know, <laughs> she you know, she's like, yeah. well, hey, guess what? You know, that, that's... I know you killed those guys, but I may have right, lied a little right, bit. I lied. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> Too late, motherfucker. <laughs> take my slap on the wrist. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, August 29th, Elizabeth Johnson, Abigail Johnson, and Stephen Johnson are all arrested. Now, Abigail Johnson's 11 and Stephen Johnson's 14. Kids. Yeah, kids. <laughs> uh, August 30th, Elizabeth and Abigail Johnson both confess, and Elizabeth implicates her son, Stephen. Again, why are you not trying to protect your children here, people? Because you're out for yourself. Uh, I mean, if you confess, you're still going to die. So you're not doing anybody any favors. 
you know? Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's, this is fucking stupid. I'm sorry. It is. August 31st, Rebecca Ames is examined a second time. She repeats her confession, repeatedly implicates her son, Daniel, and also Abigail Faulkner, the widow of Roger Toothacre. Because didn't he get married like yeah, she was his, I believe, his third wife because yeah. the first two had one had died during childbirth and one had died of some fucking. And I think I believe it actually disease was looked upon as, um, uh, like he should have just stayed, uh, yeah, a widower, yeah, and that's you were, it. They, the, the Puritans <laughs> didn't want you remarried. Yeah, you shouldn't they, have been remarried a yeah. third time. You're not supposed to be happy. You're no. supposed to be fucking. You should be sad forever. Yeah, you're supposed to be stoic and just grim faced for the rest of your life, like the rest of us. Exactly. It's like, again, like, watch the movie The Witch. That's exactly what all of these people were like. They're just fucking stone-faced, like, emotionless people that were just like, you know, the only thing that matters is God. Fuck everything else. God comes first, then my family. Exactly. Exactly. So, which I still just, I don't understand why, if you're going to confess to being a witch, why are you bringing your children into it? Leave them alone. If they didn't do anything... I, I just because your kid pissed you off that day. That's probably why. Fucking beat him. You're allowed to. You know. Goddamn. Uh, so get out the spoons. September first through the thirteenth. September first, Samuel Wardwell is examined and admits he to telling fortunes and making a pact with the devil. He would later recant his sto- this story, but others would testify that he was indeed telling fortunes. <laughs> Which is automatically your the you're, devil and you're your a heretic. You, yes. Yeah, like if if this dude was caught in England, they'd have cooked his ass. But the, the lay person telling fortunes and having fortunes read and, and looking at all this stuff was everyday life. Yeah, it was just you, normal shit. You know, uh, September fifth, Jane Lilly and Mary Coulson are examined by Hawthorne and Higginson. On September 7th through the 8th, Deliverance Dane is accused and arrested. Under fierce examination, she confesses and implicated her father-in-law, Reverend Francis Dane. He was never questioned. Of course not. No. Because he's a man of the church. Exactly. So he cannot have done this. Never. He he is a God-fearing man. Yeah, because... Not that everybody else wasn't that, you know... Right. Uh, September 9th, the court finds Mary Bradbury, Martha Corey, Mary Esty, uh, Dorcas Hoare, Dorcas Hoare uh, Alice Parker, and Anne Prudator guilty and sentenced them to hang. Mercy Lewis testified as a witness against uh, Giles Corey. He is indicted in, on charges of witchcraft, but he refuses to plead guilty or not guilty. Uh, Conscientious on, objector st- he, status he right there. And he never claims He would to fucking be pay for that. Uh, September 13th, Ann Foster is accused by Mary Walcott, uh, Mary Warren, and Elizabeth Warren. Hubbard. Hubbard. Elizabeth. Yes. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren was like. Yes. She was. She. I mean, she was like three or four at this point, but she was still hunting ghosts. Yep. She is a fucking million years old. <laughs> she, uh. September the girl that plays her in the movies is a fucking smoke show, though. Mm. Oof. September 14th, Mary Lavi uh, accused, was accused by Hubbard, Lewis, and Warren. She is charged with witchcraft. Of course. September 15th, Margaret Scott is examined 
in court, Mary Walcott, Mary Warren, and Anne Putnam give her give testimony on the same day, claiming to be afflicted by Rebecca Ames. These girls are the biggest fucking troublemakers they, that have ever existed. It's like basically they want the whole fucking town gone. Yeah. She wanted by herself, yeah. damn it. Uh, like, these motherfuckers should have been brought through Willy Wonka's factory just to see what would happen to them. Oh, man, yes. That would have been great. One of them's just eaten by fucking gummy bears. The other one's drowned in a, the actual, a soda. The actual <laughs> furnaces were lit. Faruka went down. Well, they, these girls are actually, you know, Faruka and the, the fucking flames were lit and poof, done. We turned one of them into oh, a grape. damn. What? <laughs> I got bad there. Sorry. That's yeah, okay. Uh, see, September. Just talking, just talking about cooking children. No big yeah. deal. <laughs> Don't worry about it. That happened. You we know. could be in Hollywood now. Hey, they've already done it. Come on. Now. That's true. Spirit yeah. cooking. The little girl. Yeah, there was two little kids that were, you know, the kids that were were cooked by a witch. You know, Hans and Gretel. That's a false narrative. It's fake news. Get out of here. With that <laughs> uh, September... How dare you bring that up this close to an election? I'm sorry. Damn. Running my running my name through the mud. <laughs> Never eaten one child. <laughs> Never. Hillary Clinton, on the other hand. Twice. <laughs> uh, September 16th, <laughs> Abigail Faulkner is accused and arrested. Oh, Dorothy- by the way, that's Abigail Faulkner Jr., who's nine years old, yeah. is arrested for uh, witchcraft. What the fuck? Uh, Dorothy and Abigail Faulkner Sr. confess on that same day. September 16th, the court convicts Robert, uh, Rebecca Ames, Abigail Faulkner, and Foster, Abigail Hobbs, Mary Lacey, Mary Parker, Wilmot Reed, Margaret <clears throat> Scott, and Samuel Wardwell in a partridge in a pear tree. <clears throat> yeah. But they are, and they are all executed. Oh, um, spoiler alert. They also convicted two fucking dogs during this whole thing and executed them. <laughs> <laughs> for fucking real not even making that up they executed two dogs for witchcraft dogs executed uh... for witchcraft that's so I, I said it twice very clearly so that everybody can understand the words that I just said and how fucking crazy they actually are <laughs> I saw John Proctor I mean I saw John Proctor's dog convening with the devil I was out in the fields one night, and there was a turkey that flew over, and he eyeballed me just right. Didn't like it. I'm pretty sure it was a witch. Uh-huh. Kill it. Definitely. And that's how we had Thanksgiving. Off with his head! We ate the witch turkey. Exactly. Fuck me sideways. Anyway. Uh, oh, so September thir- September 18th to the 19th, under the law, an accused person who refused to plead could not be tried. False. Yeah. yeah. It, w- it was yeah. speculated that Giles Corey realized that if he could not be tried... In a situation where he could most likely be found guilty, especially in the wake of his wife's conviction, then the property he had signed over to his daughter's husband would be less valuable to seizure. In an attempt to force Giles Corey to plead either guilty or not guilty, which he refused to do, he was pressed. Heavy rocks were placed on a board on his body. Okay, so so let's get into pressing a little bit. So... What they do is they would dig like a real shallow trench, like a like a foot, foot and a half, two feet, somewhere like that, just wide enough to set you down into it. And then they would set either a board or a couple of boards across you. And then they just start putting these big, heavy fucking rocks on you. Like, 
taken two, three people to roll them in and like roll them on top of you. And it literally, like when he died, they said that he had been squashed so thoroughly that his tongue was actually hanging out of his mouth, like way out. And his eyes had fucking bulged and ruptured and shit. So, So it's not a fun way to die. Now, before, at all. before we go any further, I want to go into the Giles Corey case. Absolutely. Okay, because... This one's fascinating to me. This this one, I want to kind of explains why he was crushed and not hanged. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So this poor, poor motherfucker. Oh the examination of, examination of Giles Corey at the court at Salem Village held by John Hawthorne and Jonah Kerwin, Esquire... It was on April 19th, 1692. Giles Corey, you are brought before authority upon high suspicion of sundry acts of witchcraft. Now tell us the truth in this matter. I hope through the goodness of, of God I shall for that matter. That was me, sorry. I had oh. an itch. I was scratching with a knife. Okay. I'm a psychopath. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. I thought through the goodness of God I shall for that matter I never had no hand in in my life which of you have ever seen this man hurt you mary walcott mary mercy lewis and putnam jr and abigail williams affirmed he had hurt them these okay i am not in favor of child abuse these kids should have got the shit smacked out of them a couple of times Bunch just of to like spoiled rotten little shit yeah like just looking for attention they were having fun they enjoyed this. Exactly. Because they're fucking crazy. So the court says, Giles of Corey, they accuse you or your appearance of hurting. Now, see, or accuse you or your appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, your, it's not your fucking spirit. Yeah. Your spirit left your body. Yep. And went in like. It's not so much you, but it's it's, it's more like. You, all of you. It's not you, it's your energy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if we want to get real hippy-dippy with it. It's like this, I'll say, it's not, it's not you, it's me. Yeah. Well, it's not you. You've got a threatening aura, and it yeah. scares these girls. <laughs> You're pushing it out too much, okay? Um, so, they accuse you of, uh, or your appearance. Yeah, mm. <laughs> like we said. Of, of hurting them. Yeah. And bringing the, the book to them. What do you say? Why did you hurt them? Tell us the truth. He says, I never hurt them. I didn't even know them, motherfuckers. <laughs> they respond by saying, is your appearance hurts them? They charge you? Tell us what you have done. And he says, I have done nothing to damage them. See, the first time I, I, I saw anything so- talking about, you know, your appearance hurts them, I was like, oh, man, this dude's fucking ugly. But no. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. And so then they go on to ask, have you ever entered into contract with the devil? Sons, I never did. What temp? They said, "What temptations have you have you had?" I have never had temptations in my life. What have you done without temptation? And that never gets answered. What the fuck kind of question is that? Because they're trying to. What have you? Him. What have you done? One more time. What have you done without temptation? What have you done? What have you done it with? Done it. Without temptation. <laughs> Can you use that in a sentence? <laughs> Man, I wish I could make this shit up. No, like, I just, I don't even understand yeah. what that means. I don't know. I think they're trying to trick this guy into saying, yeah, I'm a fucking witch. 
I mean, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they're trying to trick people <laughs> at this point. Um, this is so fucked. then Samuel Braybook, uh, Goodman Bieber, and his daughter testified that he had told them that morning that he was frightened in the cow house. Corey denied it. I've been frightened in the cow house a time or two. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what she said. I mean, what? I mean, I don't know how, how they're using it, but when I'm frightened in the cow house, it usually means, like, I got to take a dump. Maybe. My cow house is frightened. <laughs> I got the trots. Got to go. They said, this was not your appearance, but your person, and you told them so this morning. Why do you deny it? The fuck? Why did you see in what did you what did you see in the cow house? I should they supposed I never saw nothing. Fucking but cows, dude. What did you think? <laughs> it's full of goddamn shrimp. Yeah. No, there's cows in there, you he idiot. Says, I said nothing but cattle. And they respond, drivers witnessed that he told them he was frightened. Well, what do you say to these witnesses? What was it frightened you? <laughs> I do not the response I do not know that ever I spoke the word in my life tell the it says tell the truth what was it frightened you so I do not know nothing anything that frightened me what the f- this is the most confusing conversation we've ever had on the show I think <laughs> what the fuck god what a poor so, guy man so then uh there was a letter that was written from Thomas Putnam to Judge Samuel Sewell. Um, it says, The last night my daughter Anne was grievously tortured by witches, yeah, 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 threatening yeah. that sure. she should be pressed to death. Before Giles uh. Corey, but throw the go- goodness of a grace, gracious God, she had at last a little respite. Whereupon there appeared unto her a man in a wa- uh, winding sheet, who told her that Giles Corey had murdered him by pressing him to death with his feet, but that the devil appeared unto him and covenanted with him and promised him he should not be hanged. The apparition said God hardened his heart. That <laughs> God's he, got a heart on. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. I'm a child. That he should not hearthen, hearthken to the advice of the court and so die and ease death because it is said it must be done to him as he has done to me. The apparition also said... So, because your daughter had a bad dream, this man needs to die. Yes. That's so fucked. The apparition also said that Giles Corey was carried to the courthouse for this and that the jury had found the murderer and that his father knew the man and the thing was done before she was born. Now, sir, this is not a little strange to us that nobody should remember these things all the while that George Cor- Giles Corey was in prison and so often that before the court, for all people now remember very well that about 17 years ago, Giles Corey kept a man in his house that was almost a natural fool, which many died. The man died suddenly. Okay, so he had someone with special needs that he kept in his house. I'm assuming uh, is what yeah. that would mean. Yeah. Yeah. A jury was impaneled upon him 
among whom was Dr. Zorbabald, Babaldi, yeah, Babald, we already, we, yeah. Babel. Dr. Z. Dr. Z. <laughs> yeah. Z- uh, Dr. He was the orangutan, I think. Zoro Babel. Endicott, who found the man bruised to death and having clotters of the blood about his heart. So he had blood clots. I Yeah. Okay. Kind of put the, jury, together there. <laughs> the jury whereof several are yet alive brought in the man murdered. But as if some enchantment had hindered the prosecution of the matter, the court proceeded not against Giles Corey, though it cost him a great deal of money to get off. Yeah, I... I... So sometimes it takes me a lot of money to get off to, but so then make uh, it work. <laughs> so on September sixteenth of sixteen ninety two, he was found guilty of all crimes, and he was sentenced to death, which by being pressed to death. Yeah, it took several days. And his last words, according to some, were more, more weight. weight. Now, yeah. So the whole being pressed to death came from the letter. That was written by Thomas Putnam. Again, because his daughter had a bad dream. Yes. Ah! Ah! Fuck! Yes. This this whole thing is fucking ridiculous. Yes. So, yeah. Um, so, then, let's see. So, then, September 18th, uh, after Ann Putnam's testimony, Abigail Faulkner Sr. was convicted, but her hanging was delayed due to her being pregnant at the time. Best time in, like, American history to ever be pregnant. God damn it. <laughs> uh, September 2nd, Martha Corey. 22nd. Uh, September 22nd. Martha Corey, whose husband had been pressed to death on September 19th. Uh, Mary Esty, Alice Parker, Mary Parker, Anne Prudator, William, well, Wilmot Reed, Margaret Scott, and Samuel Wardwell are hanged for witchcraft. Reverend Nicholas Noyes officiated at the last execution in Salem Witch Trials, saying, after the execution, what a sad day, what a sad thing it is to see eight firebrands of hell hanging there. Decorous. Dorcas. Dorcas. (laughs) Son of a bitch! Fucking decorous. Decorous. You've heard that name before. She's the receptionist in Monster Hunter, goddammit. I know, I know. Fuck. Dorcas Hoare, also condemned to be executed, had been granted a temporary stay at the urging of ministers so that she could make a confession to God. Okay, so why is she the only one that was allowed to make, to have confession before she was executed? I, I don't know. Like... Now, um, I actually, I did read somewhere that, uh, or listen, I was watching a um, documentary on this. And I believe it was either Alice or Mary Parker, who actually from jail, wrote a letter to the court, not pleading for her life, basically saying, hey, listen, you know, it is what it is, you know, whatever, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. But please do not take the life of my of my sister, you know. Don't. Wow, somebody that finally has a spine enough to try to protect their family? Yeah. She's wow, like, you know, it took fucking long enough. Because they, they were both accused at the same time, you know, or close to the same time. It's so f- she was thinking of her, not of herself, but others. But, well, guess what? As we know, as I said, you know, didn't work out so well. No, it doesn't work out so hot for... Uh, the court of Or and... The, 
Oyer and Terminer. Oh, Oyer and Terminer stop meeting. So that's the court that was convicting and execute mm-hmm. and condemning these people to die. Yes. Stops meeting. So we're making some headway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, October 1st to the 29th. Uh, October 3rd, Increased Matters denounces the court's usage of spectral evidence. Uh, October 6th, after a payment of 500 pounds, Dorothy Faulkner and Abigail Faulkner Jr. are released to the care of John Osgood Sr. and Nathaniel Dane Sr. The same day, Stephen Johnson, Abigail Johnson, and Sarah Carrier are released on payment of 500 pounds. They are released to the care of Walter Wright, Francis Johnson, and Thomas Carrier. Now, so like it's a, it's amazing that for five hundred dollars you can no longer be a witch. Yeah. Well, who fucking knew? Well, that was so that they because they had paid their fine. So it doesn't mean that they still aren't out of the woods. It's just they paid their right to get out of jail. To get out, of, yeah, yeah, to get out of jail. But still, they paid their rent as they called it. Yeah, but still. October 8th, after hearing the argument against it from Reverend Mather, John Phipps orders the court to stop using spectral evidence. Yay! Yay. Clear heads! I know, right? Um, Let's see here. So, October 12th, Governor Phipps writes to the Privy Council in England that he has formally stopped the proceedings of his trials because, you know... Well, hey, we gotta get recognition. Listen, I stopped this. No, he's. I, I honestly, I think he's more saying. So when I was over here, some shit was going on, and I just put a stop to it because this shit was like, there's think, no need. I think it's also to make him look good. Oh, of course, you, there's that too, but because you want to increase your standing. Now here's the question: Go from a governor to a lord or something. Well, here's the question: Did they stop this trial because? Somebody said so, or did they stop it because they finally got, like, the head witch? It's like a vampire. You kill the leader, mm-hmm. and the rest of them fucking return to normal, you yeah. know? I don't know. Who the fuck knows? Um, let's see. So, October 18th, 25 citizens write to the governor in general court condemning the trials. October 29th, Governor Phipps orders the halt to anyone, any more arrest regarding the tri- witchcraft and ordered the release of some of the prisoners. Now, here's why he did it. Because the accusations of witchcraft extended to include his own wife. <laughs> so You done fucked with the wrong one now. That's why he stepped in. Yeah. They said, wait a minute. You're not going to confuse, conf- you know, make my wife yeah. to be a witch. Fuck you. Yeah. You know. Don't fuck with me because I will kill all they, of you they, instead. They, they went up the ladder a little yeah. too high. They yeah. went out of their comfort zone or their their standing in society. They went full Icarus. They flew too close to the sun. and <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, uh see. So, December. No, wait. Uh, oh, no. So, this was... Uh, yeah, so November to December. Yeah, we're kind of coming to the close of our timeline here. So uh, the dates get a little strange and a little far apart, but yeah, we're, we're getting there. Um, Mary Herrick reports that the ghost of Mary Esty visited her and told her of her innocence. Governor Phipps establishes a superior court of judicator to handle 
any remaining trials of accused, which is in Massachusetts, which these trials actually resumed in January and February. Yeah. Um, not not to the same extent, obviously. Yeah. But, but so, but of the fifty six persons indicted, only three were convicted, and they, along with everyone held in custody, had been pardoned by Phipps by May of sixteen ninety three. Um, and that's the came to the end of the trials. Uh, so let's see, let's go back. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Abigail Faulkner Sr. petitions the governor for clemency. She is pardoned and released from prison. December 3rd, Ann Foster, convicted and condemned on September 17th, dies in prison. Rebecca Ames petitions the governor for release, retracting her confession and stating she had only confessed because she had been told by Abigail Hobbs and Mary Lacey that she would be hanged if she did not confess. Okay, so if you don't confess, you're a witch, and they're going to hang you. But if you do confess, yeah. you're a witch, and they're going to hang you. Uh, fucking backwards bullshit here. Uh, let's see. Uh, December 10th. It's uh, still Dorcas. Dorcas, good. <laughs> <laughs> arrested at, was after that, four or five years old. She was fucking four or five years old when she was arrested. Yeah. Was released from prison after 50 pounds was paid. That's disgusting. <laughs> December 13th, a petition is sent to the governor, council, and general assembly by the prisoners in Ipswich, Hannah Bromage, uh, Phoebe Day, Elizabeth Dicer, uh, Matibel Downing, Mary Green, Rachel Hatfield, or Clinton. Uh, so either or. Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking didn't so. Didn't know their name. Yeah, either that or she was a, a Hatfield and then married to Clinton. McCoy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see. And hence we've spawned another episode of crazy bullshit. Uh, see. Joan Penny, Margaret Prince, Mary Rowe, Rachel Vincent, and some men. So they all got this petition. Yeah. Rocking and rolling. December 14th, William Hobbs, still maintaining his innocence, is released from jail in December when two Topsfield men, one a brother of Rebecca Nurse, Mary Esty and Sarah Klaus. Yeah, because those those three were all sisters. Yep. Uh, paid a bond of two hundred pounds. He left town without his wife and daughter, who had confessed and implicated him. Oh, fuck them. Yeah, I would leave too. Yeah, I'm done. Fuck y'all. I'm out. I'm gonna live in a van down by the river. Uh, December fifteenth, Mary Green is released from jail on payment of bond of two hundred pounds. December twenty sixth. Several members of the Salem Village Church are asked to appear before the church and explain their absences and differences. Those were Joseph Porter, Joseph Hutchinson Sr., Joseph Putnam, Daniel Andrews, and Francis Nurse. Okay, uh, do you want to continue? Yeah, so let's jump into 1693 for just a hot minute here. Um so January 1693, the Superior Court tries Sarah Buckley, Mar- uh, Margaret Jacobs, Rebecca Jacobs, and Job Tukey, who has been indicated, uh, who had been indicted, yeah, who had been indicted in September, and finds them not guilty of the charges. Hey, what the fuck? Wait, Duh. 
Charges were dismissed for many others of the, uh, many others of the accused. Sixteen more are tried, with thirteen found not guilty and three convictions and uh, three convicted and condemned to hang. Elizabeth Johnson Jr., Sarah Wardwell, and Mary Post. Margaret Hawks and her enslaved person, Mary Black, were among those found not guilty on January 3rd. Mm-hmm. Candy, who was another one of the slaves that I believe she was owned by Margaret Hawks, yep. um, was cleared by proclamation on January 11th. She returned to her enslaver's household when he paid her jail fees. 49 of the accused were released in January because the cases against them relied on spectral evidence. Mm -hmm. So thanks, Governor. We appreciate you not being fucking crazy like everybody else. Yep. January 2nd, the Reverend Francis Dane writes to to fellow ministers that knowing the person of, uh, knowing the people of Andover, where he served as senior minister, quote, I believe many innocent persons have been accused and imprisoned. He denounces the use of spectral evidence. Several of Reverend Dane's family have also been accused and imprisoned, including two daughters, a daughter-in-law, and several grandchildren. Two of his family members, his daughter Abigail Faulkner and her granddaughter Elizabeth Johnson, had been sentenced to death. So, a lot of the time you're like, these. Na- why are we mentioning these names? They all connect back together because it's a small town and everybody fucking knows everybody. Yep. They're either related or they've met. Yep. Everybody knows everybody, and that's the kind of drama you get in small towns. <laughs> and we know that all too well. For sure. Uh, a similar missive signed by Reverend Dane and 40 other men and 12 women, quote, neighbors from Andover, probably from January, is sent to the court of uh, the court of seized on behalf of Mary Osgood. I'm sorry, on behalf of Mary Osgood, Eunice Fry, and Deliverance Dane. Uh, Sarah Wilson Sr. and Abigail Barker stating faith in their integrity and piety and making clear that they were innocent. The petition protest, uh, protested the way that many had been persuaded to confess under pressure what they were charged with and stated that no neighbor had any reason to suspect that the charges might be true. So basically they're like, hey, so there's these people that are going to be moving here. They may they were accused of being witches, but they're not. So don't be dicks to them. Exactly. <laughs> January third, William Stoughton orders the execution of the three that had been convicted on January first, and several others whose executions had not been carried out yet or had been delayed, including women whose executions were temporarily stayed because they were pregnant. Governor Phipps, I think honestly, is the hero of this whole fucking story. Pardons. All of the na- uh, all of those named, countering Stoughton's orders, Stoughton responds by resigning as a judge. He is still the lieutenant governor, but mm-hmm. he's just like, okay, well, if you're going to undermine my authority, even though you have more authority than I do, fuck off, I'm yeah. done. He says, fuck you. We'll, we'll, we'll still have our, our meetings, because yeah. we work together still, but whatever. <laughs> Got to make it real fucking awkward. Of course. January 7th, Elizabeth Hubbard testifies for the last time in the witchcraft trials. January 17th, a court orders a new committee be selected to govern Salem Village uh, to govern Salem Village Church on the grounds that the previous committee had neglected had had neglected to fully raise the minister's salary in 1692 and 1693. So we got to get some fresh blood in here because I'm not making any money. Mm-hmm. It's pretty shitty. January 27th, Elizabeth 
Elizabeth Proctor gives birth to a son, naming him John Proctor III after his father, who had been hanged on August 19th the year before. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Proctor's original sentence of execution was not carried out, uh, even though she remained in prison. And in January... Late January into early February, Sarah Cole of Lynn, Massachusetts, uh, Lydia and Sarah Dustin... Uh, Mary Taylor and Mary Toothaker are tried and found not guilty by the Superior Court. They were, however, held in jail pending payment of their jail fees. Because you got to pay that fee. Yeah. Because the town needs the money. Uh, March, uh, beginning of March, uh, Rebecca Ames is released from prison. Mar- Finally. <laughs> She's been in there a long fucking time. Yeah. She's like damn near a year at this point. Yeah. March 18th, residents of Andover, Salem Village, and Topsfield petition on behalf of Rebecca Nurse, Mary Esty, uh, Esty, Abigail Faulkner, Mary Parker, John Proctor, Elizabeth Proctor, Elizabeth Howe, and Samuel and Sarah Wardwell. All but Abigail Faulkner, Elizabeth Proctor, and Sarah, uh, Sarah Wardwell had been executed, asking the court to exonerate them for the sake of their relatives and descendants. So... This, this actually wasn't done. No? No. What do you mean? They actually didn't uh they didn't pardon. They didn't oh. do it until much later. Right. Um so let's uh let's jump to March 20th of 90 of yeah, of 1693. Abigail Faulkner Sr., whose execution was only delayed because she was pregnant and whose sister, sister-in-law, two daughters, two nieces and a nephew had been among those accused of witchcraft gives birth to a son who she names Ami Rahua, uh, Ruhama, meaning my people have obtained mercy in Hebrew. <laughs> okay. Fuck, Jesus. Uh, late April of 19, of, God damn it, why do I want to keep, why do I want to say 1963? We weren't killing witches in 1963. You know, listen, I kept writing down. Fuck. I kept actually writing down like 18 something, so. God damn it. I know. It is what it is. <sighs> Fuck. May of 1693, the Superior Court dismisses the charges against still more of the accused and find Mary Barker, William Barker Jr., Mary Bridges Jr., Eunice Fry, and Susanna Post not guilty on the charges against them. Whew. Also in May, Governor Phipps formally pardons those still in prison from the Salem witch trials. He orders them released if they pay a fine. Governor Phipps formally ends the trials at Salem. Hey, listen. <clears throat> I'm going to let you go, but you got to pay a fine first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> later in May, elections for the general court saw Samuel, uh, Samuel Seawall and several others of the, several of the other judges from the court of Oyer and Terminer gain in vote, uh, gain in votes from the pre- uh, previous election. So these guys that were just on this court that fucking executed all these people in their town, get reelected to the court that just executed all the fucking like fellow townspeople. But, we trust him. He's a good guy. But wait. Fuck me sideways. Please don't tell me there's more. Oh, there's more. Ugh. So July 22nd, Robert uh, Ames, the husband of Rebecca Ames dies. Yeah. He died in prison. So. Poor but, fucks. Jesus. So in January of 1697, the General Court of Massachusetts declared a day of fasting and contemplation for the tragedy that had resulted in from the trials that same month good old samuel seawall 
who had gained, you know, did all this stuff. Right. Uh, was one of the judges and publicly acknowledged his own error and guilt in the proceedings of the witch trials. He said, whoops, I'm sorry. In 1702. Yeah, it also said that he uh, he said he he claimed that he would set aside one day a year until his death to fast and pray for forgiveness. What a fucking trooper! Yeah, um, way to go, bud. Uh, like I said, some of the others are like, no, we ain't doing shit. No, we listen. were right with what we done. Yeah, we we were right. You know, and Samuel was the only one that was like, listen, I was wrong. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, in 1702, the general court declared that the trials had been unlawful. You don't say. In 1706, Ann Putnam Jr. apologized for her role as an accuser. She should have been fucking strung up. Like, she should have been hung. Uh, she is She is partly, if not fully, responsible for the deaths of at least 19 people. Now, you know why she apologized? It's because she was trying to become a full-fledged member of the church. Oh, poor so thing. So she had to go in front and confess... That she lied. Any sins? Well, the, one of the sins was that Lying. she lied. Yeah. And she did later actually get in. Fuck. To being a full-fledged member. Jesus H. Christ. Um, 22 of the 33 individuals who had been convicted were exonerated in 1711 by the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, which also paid a sum of 600 pounds to the families of the victims. In 1950- wow, what a fucking prize. Yeah. In 1957, the state of Massachusetts... 1957? Yep. That's a fucking jump. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, what? Yeah, 1957, the state of Massachusetts formally apologized for the trials, and it wasn't until 2001 that the last 11 of the convicted were fully exonerated. Jesus Christ. Um, then they actually... Uh, I believe it was somewhere close to that time period, maybe a little bit later. Um, both Salem itself and now Danvers, mm-hmm. which was Salem Village, they each uh, erected memorials for the witch trials. Right. Um, Salem, like they're and they're actually different, totally different. And guess what? We're gonna go see them. Yes, we are. <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, the day after like, the the day after these release, we will be on our way to both Salem and yes. Danvers because uh, yeah. fucking that's what that's how we roll. So. Um, so holy shit, that was in a great big fucking nutshell the Salem witch trials. Yes, I mean yeah, like I said, uh, oh, I'm gonna have Kevin uh, or. Or I can do it, whichever. One of us will actually put a link to the trial notes that were, you know, done by different people. They were actually written down. Yeah. And you can tell, uh, probably there's some bias in this. Oh, you know? uh, just a fucking hair. There was a lot yeah. of bias in a lot of this. Um, But, you know, you, you'll, I mean, you'll see it when you, when you look at them, you know, that it's just so convoluted and, and. You know, they didn't actually like go in chronological order of when the people were executed. Right. It kind of jumps a little bit, but I think it's more of. I mean, it's a great resource. A great resource. It was just kind of. Uh, it's a little hard to follow in spots, but yeah, if you put your, you know, you really put your thought to it, you can you can follow it through. Yep. Um, fuck, man. This one was intense. <laughs> it was a hefty one. Yeah. Um. Just to think that, you know, that a group of girls 
could make a town or village, whatever you want to call it. Kill itself. Yeah. Basically. Kill its own people. Mm -hmm. I mean. These are people that have known each other for fucking years at this point. Oh, you know, only thing that, you know what it reminds me of? I hate to say it. It reminds me of Nazi Germany. Okay, I can see that. You know, the whole, um, n- not hunt for the hunt for Jews. You yeah. Know? The, the, oh, yeah, absolutely. He's a, Jew, he's a Jew, you know, or yep. Or you know, it's just that's what it kind of reminds me of. You yeah. Know? Definitely. I mean, because it's it's sad. It's butt covering, uh-huh. but it's also making up a lot of bullshit. Exactly. Because realistically, a lot of this shit was started by two girls whose father was try uh, father and or uncle mm-hmm. was trying to kind of consolidate power between the two between the town and the village to become its like spiritual leader basically and mm-hmm. you have people that opposed him on one side and people that supported him on the other and then and a lot of the people that opposed him ended up fucking swinging and another girl who whose father you know was on the same side yes as the other girl's father you know, and, well, hey, you know, you're not going for what my daddy wants, so fuck it. Or, you know, hey, we found out things that we didn't want to find out, and maybe others might know that we were dabbling in black magic or this, you know, thing. We were... We weren't yeah. adhering as strictly to the Bible yeah. as everybody wanted us to. I mean, shit, they were being little kids. They yeah. were doing, you know, what little kids do, being curious. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know, it's fucked up. <laughs> the whole thing is fucked up. Um, I, I knew a little bit about this going into it. Like, I knew what had happened, but I didn't know to the extent the, um, Kind of the political, like, meandering that that was really involved with it, because it was a lot of what it was. Uh-huh. It was just... Politics. Yeah. Yeah. And this is why the church and state are supposed to be separate now. Yeah. <laughs> because... Exactly. When you have one and the same, shit gets real intense, and stuff happens badly. Yep. <laughs> I mean... That, that, that is no lie. And, like, these are people that left England... So that they wouldn't be persecuted for their religious beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. Then they came here and persecuted each other for Be- their religious beliefs. Because they... or You're not as good a Christian lack, as I am. Or lack of belief. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not as, uh, you're not as uh, adamant about everything no. in the Bible as I am. So therefore, you're the fucking devil. <laughs> ah, man. This was a f- this fucking blew my mind. It kind it kind of hurt my brain a little bit. A lot, yeah. You know? I get you. So yeah. With that said, go to studio dot com. Oh, Check before out we the- get there. Oh, motherfucker. Um, so, like we said, we are going to Salem this weekend. Um, we are going to record while we're down there, which we'll put up next week as kind of like a little bonus episode talking about all the shit that we saw. Yeah, um, and we might have a little guest. House? Oh, we're gonna yeah. My, my wife's gonna be on with us because you know I can't go without her, obviously. Of course not. Because witchcraft and shit, and she's like, I'm in. <laughs> and I guarantee we're probably gonna be going to something hocus pocus. Yeah, no and her. Yeah, um, I am happy as long as I get to go to the giant ass bookstore and the horror movie store, and I'm fine. Because if I had budgeted for it, they have a original basswood carving 
of the creature from the Black Lagoon from like a premiere back in 1950, whatever, when it came out. It's only like $1,800, but I didn't would kill you. She doesn't have to know, but I didn't budget the money (laughs) because I would have just been like, Hey, fuck them. Small bookcase in the corner. Fucking five and a half foot tall Gilman there instead. Uh, Whatever. It works. But alas, I digress. I'm not buying a statue, unfortunately. I can't wait to share some of the stuff. I mean, I know some of you that are from Boston or that area. Right. You know, I've already been there. Right. You know. And, and but we've never been. And I know people. A lot of people are like, "Oh, if you go to Salem, it's just a bunch of touristy bullshit." And I'm like, "I love touristy bullshit." Listen, we're tourists. <laughs> I love touristy bullshit. Like if you say, "Oh, hey, over here off the highway, there's a tourist trap. I'm gonna go stick my fucking head in it," because uh, like mice, I'm interested in traps. <laughs> but the thing is, for us, we're we're not gonna because well, we wait. I'm going too there long. for paranormal history. We get we waited too long. And we aren't going on any tours, possibly. Yeah, no, so. we're gonna we're gonna fucking do it ourselves. Yeah, DIY tours, it. man. We I can mean, do it. You know, I, I mean, so you're gonna hear about you know our day, you know, and how you know, hey, what we do, what we see, and all that good stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. So, um, yeah. So, Kevin, go, go over to studio.com. Roll that beautiful headphone footage. <laughs> God damn it! Stop <laughs> no, never. So go to studio.com and check out their. Headphones, earbuds, speaker, everything. You're going to find it. If you are looking for um, wireless earbuds, they got it. You know, noise-canceling earbuds, they got it. Noise-canceling headphones, have it. I got it. (laughs) Uh, He's got it. I don't. I will have it. Anyway, uh, they have it. Put it in your basket. Go to checkout. And in the little area, that's something about uh, with a coupon. Put in the promo code of DarkOneNose15 to get 15% off your entire purchase. The only explanation for the quality of their products is Swedish headphone magic. Yeah. That's it. They're great. Yeah. And you DarkWindowsPod.com. Oh. <laughs> I was sitting on it. <laughs> so head over to DarkWindowsPod.com. That is Com. our website. You can go there and listen to every episode we've ever posted through our age of radio page. And while you're there, you can find a couple of other shows. You'll probably like, um, there's something for everybody. If you want sports, they got it. You want, uh, history. They got it. You want true crime. They've got plenty of that. Um, they got a little bit of something for everybody. Um, and if you're looking to start a podcast of your own, if you go to the age of radio page, they actually have starter kits for equipment. Um, and it's all zoom stuff. So it's like, really good quality i kind of wish i had known about that before we started because i'd have been like hey let's just buy a fucking package and save some money even though we have no idea what we're doing and we still don't eh, we're working on 116 it. episodes in we need to figure this shit out we're working <laughs> we're working um, on it we're getting better day yeah. by day yeah for sure or episode by episode um, maybe i don't know we are in the process because i this is usually where i talk about our threadless start we are in the process of potentially changing to a different merch shop. Yes. Um, and we won't go into why. Yeah, there's there's been That's... some reasoning, and yeah. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. The quality sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, go check it out. Um, 
And I mean, I don't really have anything else for it, I guess. Um, Yeah, until next time. Now, where are we going in a couple of weeks here? Because I know we're going to do more Salem next week. And I know you said you've got something interesting for the week after that. And I've got some scary shit for the last Mm -hmm. week. What you got? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My brain kind of went, I don't remember. Editor's note. He has not decided on a topic yet. No, I did. <laughs> I did. I did. I did, but I just don't remember what it was. Anyway, so just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. 